0: Good morning, traders and investors. We're back to this market, and wouldn't you know it, we get some more Triple B-Y madness. Is it a short squeeze? Well, they said, well, well, we're going to short squeeze it up. Why not raise some money, right? Can't blame them for it. We'll talk a little bit about that. Kashkari coming in on the market. I know everyone was worried about Powell today. Probably weren't thinking about Kashkari coming in the market this morning, knocking us down. We'll talk a little bit about that. Goldman Sachs raising their three-month S&P target. Hmm. Are they turning some of the bears out there? CVS. Oak Street Health. We'll talk a little bit about that. Pinterest. Getting out some uh, kind of pre-announcement there. Didn't want to hear that from Pinterest. We'll get into all the action. And Boeing cutting some jobs. Hmm. We'll talk about that. Lithium Americas. There's so much to talk about in today. That's why it's pre-market prep. Rise and shine team. Hit those likes Let's get it started. It's time to get going. Pre-Market Prep, the number one morning show to get you ready for your trading day. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Khanim. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been a penny. I'd buy that stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day.
1: Good morning, traders and investors. Welcome to, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, It's not Turnaround Tuesday. It's just Tuesday. S&P up two and a quarter handles, two and a half handles, 41.26. Not a big range overnight. We'll be keeping a real close eye on that pre-market high because that was the interday high from yesterday. Pre-market low, not much down there. 41.13, real important to hold Monday's low at 41.04. Uh, the buck putting some pressure on the market again. That's up six cents at one hundred three fifty-six. You have bonds in the red by three thirty seconds, trying to find support after failing at one thirty-two. Crude bouncing back up a buck five at seventy-five sixteen. Uh gold up two eighty at eighteen eighty-two twenty. Silver going the same way, up four cents at $0.22. 28 And Bitcoin futures, they're flat. 23110 and let's give a standing ovation to the man that's standing, Triple D. <laughs> uh, you know,
2: I love weird. it, love it, love it. I've never in my 22-year <laughs> career stood and traded. My wife got me the standing desk, the one that Just goes from, me. you know, sitting to standing. You press the button, it goes, Nye me anyways i have i've had it for a while and i haven't used it Well, two nights ago just sleeping in bed somehow i slept wrong i woke up my lower back is just killing so then when you sit in your lower back it just makes it feel worse so i'm like you know what if there's any time to try this standing desk it is now
0: i love so, it first thing i, I learned it.
2: very quickly is you need shoes to stand at a work desk so i've got uh some crocs fake crocs on the the croc some frocks. kind. <laughs> some yeah. frocks are they frocks That's they're frocks what are, what they're, are not are they crocs, they're frocks frocks yeah i got the they're frocks, frocks. On, the fake crocks <laughs> on, sitting with those so anyways i am standing today so if i look different if i'm sweating a little bit it's you're because in the I'm middle of the screen you here. see what i could do <laughs> i
0: changed up the layout changed up the I, view look
2: yeah at this. it's like it's... This. my posture is so much better though right now i'm like maybe i should have did this 15 years ago i'm gonna have this neck you know coming off my shoulder problem so <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
0: everybody, everyone, take a little tip from here, right? We, got trying, we gotta stay trying. in shape, gotta stay flexible. It's
2: weird though. Like you're so like when you trade from this exact same spots, like stuff's just a little bit different. So I find myself slower, so it's gonna take a little bit of time to adjust. But we're here <laughs> for you. We're here, we're here.
3: You you look All younger.
1: Right. You look younger. Just like right? that. Just have to yeah. stand
2: up, and I look younger. I How lost like younger. 10 years just by standing up. <laughs> that's that's what florida florida Florida, Florida, said florida
1: florida i said it before you did i just saw your uh your thing (laughs) but uh all right well uh love the chat love you guys out there chat the chat yeah yeah who's the kid in the middle is that is that young spencer Do you got your kid doing this show today what's that all right. A little bit of fun here. Yep. Uh, Mitch asked me for like, you know, we come up with names of the show and um, mm-hmm. I just said tread in water. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing. Right. We, we hit yeah. that intermediate term high. Right. Or whatever you want to call it. And we backed off a little bit. But I mean, with all the fodder that the bears have had with some of these earnings and everything, you think they could just pound this thing under forty one hundred? Get us the the four hundred on the spider, but no, now There's there's a little bit of underneath demand here. Just you can just feel it. They're it's not there. super aggressive, but they're there. They're waiting for the pullback. The only thing that we got to what what's Powell going to do today? I mean, he's not going to use i uh, he's not he like the disinflation word. Like he, like he, like on his things, he like he scratched that out. I'm like, I'm not using disinflation. I'm not using that word. So,
2: uh, twelve forty, we'll as soon hear as that. Said that everything started inflating again. <laughs> <laughs> disinflation word eventually immediately became inflationary. Most inflationary thing that came out of his mouth was disinflation. How ironic is that? well let's talk about we did uh, have some Fed Fed speak already here this morning mitch can you bring us into so we had you know jumping the gun here cash carry giving us a little bit of clues to maybe what the fed is thinking what cash carry have to say about 5 30 this morning
0: all right let's get into that i do want to just put it on the radar i know some people are going to be asking when does pal speak when does pal speak well just to put it on the radar here it's 11 a.m eastern that's when he will be speaking All right. I just pulled that from the website itself, the Economic Club of Washington. I'd never been on the website before, but now I have. Um, We'll see what happens. Economic Club of Washington. I don't expect him to speak about the economy right now. I expect him to speak mainly on monetary policy, but not necessarily the markets. I think it's going to be like last time when he spoke at a kind of a forum and he said he wasn't going to talk about the markets. You might respect it again, just putting it out there. But let's get into Minneapolis. Fed Reserves President Neil Kashkari on Tuesday, this was on CNBC, uh, said that uh, explosive job growth in January is evidence that the central bank has more work to do when it comes to taming inflation. We need to raise rates aggressively to put a ceiling on inflation, then let policy work its way through the economy. Kashkari's indications that the Fed fund rates needs to rise to 5.4%. Um, he also stated about how there's nearly two open jobs for every available worker and average hourly earnings rose 4.4% in January a year ago. Of course, this just kind of shows us that the re- uh, wage inflation is real and I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. I mean, the guy at McDonald's is going to make $15 to $17 an hour
2: where do we see wages going they're they're probably not going down very very tricky and this is one thing you know again disinflation and people are confusing it with deflation completely different disinflation is simply that the inflation is slowing but it's still there deflation is actually prices going down we've seen none of that but what we are seeing in certain pockets is that the price increases are starting to slow. At least that's what's showing up in the data. Now in the real world, it doesn't feel like it's slowing down at all. We just go there and you know, you go to the grocery store and you see what's costing for everything. And it feels like it's a lot more. Um, obviously, you know, this is the situation that the markets are in. Fed speak does matter. So we're gonna get, obviously, Powell talking here at 11 o'clock. It is going to be market moving. I think they expect him to be hawkish. It comes off again, anywhere. Anywhere dovish, throws out the disinflation word again. I think they'll knock that word out of his vocabulary or at least try to knock it out. They don't want him saying that again because, like we said, this disinflation word was the most inflationary thing that came out of his mouth. So I think he's going to try not to say that word. If he does say it again, it'll give the market a lift. So they're looking for anything dovish. Any of the bulls are looking for anything to grab onto. It's going to be market moving. If he can stay hawkish, if he starts talking like Cash Carry was talking this morning, jacking her up to five point four percent, that could spook the market too. But just be aware, eleven o'clock, you're going to get some major market movement.
1: Yeah, we're seeing some conflicting times on what time he's speaking. Yeah, I, I, thought, I put the, I put the, uh, uh, right yeah, I saw for twelve forty. Someone else saw twelve forty. Uh, but I mean, that's... yeah. I can just—I just went right off
0: the website itself. Economicclub.org/events. Jerome Powell clearly states Tuesday, February seventh, eleven a.m. Eastern. I've
2: got a twelve forty as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I've got 1240 I, multiple sources as well here, you, Mitch. So maybe the event starts at 11? Yeah. But maybe they've that's got, what they wrote it on the website. They tried, to, they tried to
0: lean people over at 11 versus when I he's actually so. going to speak. It, it, but, it
2: sounds to me like correction on the time. It sounds to me like it's 1240. I'm getting mm-hmm. that from multiple sources here who are hitting me right now. So it sounds yeah, to me like twelve forty. Because
0: here's the website right here, right? That's that's the Economic Club of Washington D.C. But that, but, that's but when probably I that's the of. event when it yeah, starts. But...
2: It's not actually when Powell. So the reception will begin at eleven. If you read it, followed by luncheon and program at twelve. So there you go. So the reception uh, the wonder, event starts at eleven. The the program actually it did the old, starts at 12. the old. The old. Got to read the fine the print. You're like an algo, Mitch. You're just oh, reading the headline. Hey. I'm just <laughs> reading the headline, bro. That, that
0: I don't care about him.
1: I don't care about him today. I don't think he's going to get I anything w- good. I wonder what they're serving for lunch. Is my first question. But I had, you know what I'm going to do. You know what my um and that Franz K man. People are like reading my mind here. Um, you know what my trading strategy is going to be for that. When What's he's it speaking. Gonna
2: be? I'm going to
1: put on my Chat GPI AI <laughs> extra supermarket intelligence indicator. And <sighs> it's just, I'm not going to have to do anything because my, it's just, it'll gonna do, do it every, all. For it's you. Gonna it gonna trades do for you. The
2: new Chat GPT, which Joel's going to create, is going to do all the trading for you and it's going to get all of the money in the world. So that's all you need.
1: Yeah, I'll just I say, like hey, that idea, Joel. Yeah, I'm just gonna turn it as actually I gotta program a few more things into it, a few more keywords and then uh be on it. But uh let's let's get to and I remember when uh who used to get mad I used to call it pin pin interest.
2: Pin interest. And I, was I was it? loved it when you called interest. Pin interest. I never got <laughs> mad, I always loved that. You don't know. Never, else... never stop, Joel. Never stop. Pin and who else think,
1: Yeah. uh that guy, Dimitri, when I used to call it uh it, um it's NVIDIA, but what what did I used to call it?
2: Uh Nvidia, probably.
1: Yeah, Nvidia. Well what
2: yeah, Nvidia. A lot of people yeah. call it Nvidia. And you still hear people like analysts going on CNBC call it Nvidia, but it's Nvidia everybody's yeah, funny yeah, and you know the, you and know, the grammar the police or, are here we know that so we got to English watch language likes to have some there.
0: some kind of grammar mix in there silent words silent letters things like that well the truth is man is people are going to get it wrong sometime they're not always going to get it right I get don't got to hit time. them for a, a slight a, a slight pronunciation right I mean we got to get it right but at the same time ain't gonna be perfect team let's go to Pinterest here as they're coming out with some pre-announcements saying that the sales in the first quarter to increase low single digits from a year earlier, analysts were expecting growth of 6.9% to $614.8 million. Uh, Pinterest, I don't know, man. I mean, who's even using Pinterest anymore? I'd love to ask that, but I'll tell you one thing.
2: Buy the dip works again. Oh my gosh, did it ever work in this? It was just tanking, tanking, <laughs> tanking. And I was like, I should just buy this blindly because it just works. Just blindly buy because the it just it works. Because yeah, it, it just does. works. I mean, it's a stock that a lot of people follow. It's a stock that they probably were gonna buy the dip. It's a stock that they definitely overshot, right down to support Joel. You can go to the technicals yeah. if you want and then I can break yeah. it down. We'll throw Joel of the technicals, but this bounced that whole 2324 area where it basically was bouncing you know it basically went almost down to the January lows so yeah. it was predictable they were going to come in
1: yeah, yeah. you know I'd like to try and find a couple lows in the same area I think you would have you would have had to step out a little bit sooner because uh 2326 uh, was your uh June 6 low. And then uh, the pre-market low, where was that? Twenty-three twenty-nine. Wow. And then you got the bounce, but that's history. People don't want to hear about that. Uh, you got the nice rebound. Twenty-eight looks like whoever bought the dip there looked like they're trying to nibble out at twenty-eight. What was our closing price? Twenty-seven eighty-nine. Yeah. So i have called, To me, you know, if they just want to really jam this thing and just you know get it back over, you know, a new high to move over twenty-nine. Let's see, I think it's going to be a battle at twenty-eight. As far as support goes, you know when it takes out the, you know when it takes out all the levels, I would still key on to parallels. Uh, let's call it twenty-seven fifteen. Uh, after that, I think that uh, things open up to the downside. Dennis, you want to go a little fundamental? Yeah. On well, this? I won't go
2: fundamental, but I'll tell you two <laughs> catalysts last night for the price action, and this thing was meandering around twenty-five dollars for a good half an hour, hour after the report. And then on Fast Money, Carter Worth. And, you know, you can respect technicals. You can respect Carter. Carter's right. Carter's wrong. But he moves stocks. And you have to respect him. And he said he would be buying this thing right now. And it went from 25 to 26 very quickly. They came Mm. back to Pinterest later in the show. And Carter reiterated, I would be buying it right now. And it went up again. And then it was his last pick of the night. So he literally pumped it three times during CNBC's Fast Money, and I watched the thing go, 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 and eventually got back to even. I think without Carter Worth, I don't think Pinterest would be back to scratch. He literally pushed the stock, and the entire panel was with him too because they never argue with Carter. So there's big, you know, movement when stocks are really trying to find, you know, figuring out: do we want to go up? Do we want to go down? You know, we're down seven, eight percent here. They're trying to find their way. Sometimes a big voice on CNBC from widely watched, you know, there's a few hundred thousand people watching that sometimes, mm-hmm. um, can can pick the direction. And that's what we saw last night on Fast Money is that basically Carter Worth rally here in Pinterest. Now, again, remember, scratch is always tough. So the close, because you have people marked from the close, maybe some people took to the report, took a lot of heat getting back up there, get their losses back. So that's always a tough level, but I still feel like it's went down so much. Anybody who's shorting is like, well, it's not that great. It's going to go back down. So I feel like there could be a little bit of a squeeze here. You I think it could get to. through the close. I'd probably look at the twenty nine seventeen high from three days ago. I wouldn't mm. be surprised. if We went up there and kissed that. No position
0: we'll see what happens in pinterest not necessarily the sexiest of stocks right now but it doesn't matter right it doesn't have to be sexy right now even if it's making money losing money it seems like that doesn't January matter effect. right just, just look at a story stock just look at royal caribbean right now they just came out with earnings look at that little push that's coming out right now uh there you guys see it it's starting to get the lift i'm going to give you guys the the earnings here the q4 eps loss. Uh, beat the expectation here it was a loss of a dollar and 12 cents beat the loss of a dollar 34 cent estimate sales at 2.6 billion missed the 2.61 billion estimate but it doesn't matter let's raise the stock right royal caribbean cruise sees fiscal year adjusted eps to three dollars and three dollars and sixty cents that's so bad I thought for the everybody year,
2: I was think. doing experiences here right now. I thought this was as good as it gets. The airlines are full. Disney World is packed from what I hear. Um, and then you've got the cruise lines that, why are they losing money still? I mean, I guess they're going to make money throughout the year, but is there a reason that they're still losing money? Is there a reason their sales are missing? Because I thought we were all in full experience mode here and cruises are an experience here. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised, you know, that they actually weren't beating it. With that being said, stocks on a miraculous run. I know we got down in October to $36. bucks. we have basically doubled from that point in time. So it's hard to come in here now and be a buyer. But, I mean, the momentum guys love the momentum. So you're breaking out. You're getting above that $70. So if you're a day trader, I guess you're still playing momentum. Yeah. But caution, caution to the investor here because it's been a pretty good, um, pretty good three months for RCL. The stock has doubled. It's definitely not cheap anymore. going to be tough
1: to find resistance on this one. The week I went from the monthlies to the weeklies and really couldn't come up with anything. So uh, just keep an eye on that pre-market high, you know, wherever that ends up being. The current pre-market high is uh, 71.60. So keep an eye on that. Wherever that happens to be, that'll be your bogey. You get above it, continuation move uh big like you said big move we'll see if anyone decides to uh to ring the register on this just a great move even since the beginning of the year uh ccl that just sneaks sneaks up on you back over twelve dollars here a little easier to give you some resistance here because you are now coming to the point you were on the second at twelve twenty six. so that's a level to keep on and ccl and then NCLH, uh, create, uh that's getting uh let's get the says too. that one's
2: best of breed. Yes, he likes so? that one the best. I don't know, I don't follow him closely. Enough, I, I don't like he always likes much it much. the best.
0: I, I think it's the I mean it depends, right? I mean, you got your your newer ships, they do have some newer ships, they have been coming back. I think they're kind of more the up-and-coming player. I wouldn't I wouldn't name them breast of breed, but definitely up and coming player in the space. Um, if I had to put them over. Caribbean uh, or a carnival. I would put them over Carnival. I don't think I put them over Caribbean yet. But just I might be a little bit lean there, right? Because I'm going on a cruise, baby. April really? 23rd. I'm ready. Let's go. Seven get get a, get out of here. Get are a, you going to you... host from the cruise ship? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm okay. going to be doing. You're
2: hosting from your Yeah, cabin? right
0: in right in the jacuzzi there with the phone. Yeah, that's there the you only go. way you'll so see Mitch's me. He's gonna
2: still host for us. He's not gonna leave us <laughs> hanging there. Did you um, see not office memo? Who, what, I didn't see not office. Yeah, I didn't see the memo <laughs> either. What cruise line? Royal Caribbean. There we Royal go. Caribbean. So we got a sale coming up. So we know the sales are gonna be a little bit higher because Money you Mitch know? is going on the cruise. Money Mitch go. gets out there, he does it up when he goes. But this was a former booking, right? Mitch?
0: Yeah, it was a formal booking that I pushed oh, no. back and then I'm now using the credits. So no, maybe so that's why we're still in that yeah, revenue. Yeah. Where mm. are you
1: going to? Where's
0: it? Where's Honduras? It going to? a couple of Mexico spots. It's not too bad. And I'm going oh, out of fine.
1: Texas. Mm,
0: out of Texas, right? Wow. I'll
1: just yeah. tell you what uh one quick story. We did uh we did a cruise with my family hundred years ago. Dana was really young and we were in Honduras. And you know those zip lines, you know, that you can go oh, on. gosh. Well, it didn't. You it didn't on one of those. It did wow. Uh, You know, Dana was like maybe 10 or 11 or something like that. And it was really hard to get up to where we're going. And so we get up there and and Dana's looking at me and she's like, you know, I don't want to go. And I'm like, and there was like really basically uh, no way to get down.
2: Risk reward is not there. And I looked
1: at her and I go, I'm going, <laughs> and and I went, and then she like had no choice to go, and uh, I think she's still mad at me about that. Uh, Spooze are slipping here, Dennis. We are now in the red by a couple handles, uh, yep. and uh, just indecision out here. Really important day, not only with the Fed speak going on, but you know to to hold up, to hold yesterday's low, to say you know what, yep. we're not going back down. The bull, no, bulls bulls no, no. have a bulls got some heavy lifting to do today i think
2: it's it's again we're still at the crossroads we're still in a range here i mean it looked like we were breaking out but then you get to the pesky 420 we couldn't quite get there and then you pull back and obviously you know it was bad news we talked about the bad news that we did have with apple amazon google none of them were great and then obviously you know you look at the jobs number and you're like well that's inflationary so fed speak is going to make people nervous here today they want confirmation that Fed is still talking about disinflation. They'll want to hear that word again. If they don't hear that word, it's going to spook the market. So it all comes back to the Fed. The Fed absolutely matters. And what I, about this bed, th- bath, and beyond? Should we talk it? Yeah, yeah. Why not?
0: I've been trying to put it in the bed, the bath, and hopefully beyond us, but it won't do that for us here. Yeah. Uh, it's, it wants to keep keep going. It's short squeeze there and then raise the equity. Looks like they've received investor commitments to raise two 220- hundred Ah, uh, 225 million of equity capital initially, and also the rest of more than one billion offering over time. That sounds awesome to be an investor in Triple B Y, right?
2: Yeah, di- there's no massive dilution is going to happen here if they can even get the offering sold. It sounds like they're going to get it. I mean, the alternative, I guess, is bankruptcy. So I guess it's better than the alternative. Um, stock went into short squeeze mode yesterday uh wicked obviously in the afternoon doubling and i mean we see this stuff happen you know the stock's almost bankrupt better buy it um pulling back obviously with this news i mean massive dilution happening here which is never good for shareholders but again the alternative is bankruptcy so maybe it's not bad i don't know it was really wild on this last night though so it got hammered on it down into the threes ran all the way back up to six bucks joel and then hammered sure. it right back down to the threes it was wild uh, after this offering so now it's just meandering hanging out here at four bucks where this goes nobody knows i'm going to say that right now where okay and i got a problem so I'm gonna see.
0: <laughs> go ahead that is you got to take care of that we'll, we'll keep going um but one thing that we also saw with that triple b y squeeze is we saw amc get some lift also
1: did you see that Joel? uh yeah i did see that uh up 20 cents i mean it just mm. i don't i look to the I'm close. The, it was like a nice little nice little yeah, rally, from nice like 2. rally. 5. you know what i just i i just don't have i'm just so tired of these stocks i don't I'm really i don't really know did you hear what amt did what did they
0: do so for their theaters now they're charging different prices for the seats that you can get so if you like those back seats in the movie theater well, you're going to have to pay for more now. If you want but doesn't the Doesn't that make seats.
1: sense? Doesn't that make you sense? You got to pay for the
0: front seats.
1: I mean, I think that's the most sensible thing that company's done in like 100 years. I mean, oh, come on, man. Well, no, you're killing me, man. Well, no. I mean, what do you do at uh, football stadiums and man, baseball they're just stadiums?
0: To, they're just trying to nickel and dime us for everything nowadays, man. Now you got to nickel and dime me for the seat that I choose? Yeah. That's like the plane when they did it on the plane. Who who actually pays for that on the plane? Like pays for their seats. I always select the, the
2: just give me whatever seat you. The can only give one me. is on Spirit but that big front seat. It's probably a lot more money than it used to be. But it used to <laughs> be like said, a twenty five dollar up. upgrade to get the big front seat. I would always do that. But I bet you it's like two hundred bucks now because inflation. So and that's why like three diamond. years ago was last time diamond. I flew Spirit, I think it was twenty five bucks usually. Sometimes fifty. <laughs> depending on the day and depending on the flight, but it's even worth 50 bucks to get that big front seat. It's the only time I would do it. Well, we'll see what happens in AMC, if it can
0: continue to lift, triple B-Y, raising. It seems like multiple companies have started to do this. We talked about this yesterday with that uh, motorsports, how we keep getting these pops and then they raise equity. Well, they they need
2: to. All these companies are burning cash and they're like, it's a great opportunity. That's well-timed by Bed Bath & Beyond. It has the big pop. And they're like, now is the time. We were ready for it. And they were totally ready for it. They see the stock mm-hmm. go up 100% during the day. Drop that offering tonight. It's the best time to do it. And they do it. I mean, they have to do it. It's not like they're doing something bad for shareholders. The alternative is going to be bankruptcy. So they absolutely needed to do it. So I I don't know. Again, you can't just say stocks going bankrupt. It's going to zero. You can't say, oh, it's not going to bankrupt. It's going to 50. The massive dilution in here. This could go anywhere today. So if you're trading this thing, just be prepared to either win big or lose big, because there's going to be no in between on this one. I'm probably avoiding it. Yeah, it's, just not, fi- it's not a base hit stock.
1: No, not at all. And just, just, uh, just a general comment here. Uh, you know, we talk about the closes a lot, right? And you had that, you know, the dive here off the news, and you came back, and that that rebound over six. Okay, it got to six ten, right? But what's the closing price? The closing price is 586, you know? So how many people are praying for that mark today? Are praying for 586? So just a little bit of significance. And if you want support in this, if you honestly want my support, it's down at three bucks. That's your risk. You're bonded at four that your support it we'll probably see three and six today but uh <laughs> probably Joel. give me That's a little, how it bit, rolls. little bit of a technical outlook here and uh on,
2: remember uh, it's a leader though so you can trade other stocks off of it you know and mm-hmm. just scenarios if this stays down maybe confused, gme it hit, it's going to hit you know other stocks that are there and if it's obviously rallies back which you know it's holding up well which is maybe some of these meme stocks were really getting hit hard on this last night some of them would come back because Bed Bath & Beyond is not selling off further. So keep an eye on it. It's marked really from four right now. That's where it's been trading most of the pre after hours and in the, almost the entire pre-market session. So that's kind of where I've got the mark in my head. Starts ripping higher. People are like, oh, maybe this bankruptcy isn't going to happen for Carvana, you know? So you got to trade, you know, what you see here. I think yeah. that the Bed Bath & Beyond movement is an indicator for a lot of other meme stocks.
0: All right. We'll get out of the triple B. Why? We'll go to CVS now as CVS Health uh, continues in the MMA spree as it closes a 10.5 as it's close to a 10.5 bet for Oak Street Health. Uh, Wall Street Journal reported also adding that the companies are discussing a price of about $39 a share.
2: This has been rumored, I feel like, forever, but not forever, but um, obviously not forever, but for the entire January. So you can see the big pop when the rumors first hit September or not September, December the 9th. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the 10th, obviously, reprices up to 30. Hung out there for a couple weeks, never heard anything more about it, so then it started to leak. I always like them if they get back to the price where they were, just did not do that. But, you know, here's a strategy. We sometimes give out strategies. You get a Mm -hmm. stock, it gets a takeover rumor. It pops on the takeover rumor. Nothing happens for a while. And it leaks, 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 leaks. gets back to where it was prior to the takeover rumor. Sometimes that's a good buy. You know, depending on, obviously, if, you know, the economy is still sound and everything. You know, like, you can can use an Activision example. But, I mean, the economy is in a completely different place than it was then. But it gets back to where it was. Then you almost have, like, a call option, you know, on the potential buyout. And here, it didn't quite get down there. Would have been nicer if it got down like the 23, 22, where it came from. Got down to 25 mm-hmm. and change yesterday. little far,
3: little And the far, people yeah. are, yeah, a
2: little bit far, yet, a little bit of risk yet. But I mean, the rumor comes out here and it sounds like it's, you know, going to go through. And boom, it's 34% just like that. So... That's what I like, how I like to play them. I was not in OSH. If it came a little bit lower, maybe I would have noticed. Maybe I would not have noticed. But, you know, chat. You know, next time we have takeover rumors, stocks come back to where they were. Let us know if they're back to where they were because that's a good trading opportunity for all of us.
1: Dennis, you did that with one. Uh, well, I remember a hundred A couple times ago. I've done it. You did it with Lard. Remember
2: yeah. what that yeah. was going
1: on? Yeah, uh, I did um, it with
2: Lorillard. I forget. Was it Philip Morris buying them? I don't yeah, remember Yeah, but there was one them.
1: you did it with recently. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. It I've was had like... that
2: play a couple times and it's worked out a couple of times. It doesn't always work out, but it's worked out before. The Lorelord was excellent. I was, I got back in it and then it was like literally a week later, it got bought out and it was an instant like 25%. And I was like, wow, that was perfect. So, I mean, this would have been perfect to get down there to 23 and then boom up to 35. Be like, yep, that's the strategy. So again, the strategy is it gets the pop. I don't chase on the rumor, but if for whatever reason it leaks over the next month or two and people forget about it, sometimes those where there's smoke, there's fire comes back down to here and then boom, and then you get the buyout. There's an opportunity to buy them if you can get it back at the level where it was prior to the rumors. That takes a long time for them to come back. But this one was starting to leak and was trying to come back in. Maybe some savvy traders were paying attention to that. Maybe bought yesterday.
1: What about CVS at, uh, uh, man, back at levels that you Shopping
2: saw? here, Joel, that it's not selling off on it. So I actually tried to short CVS last night on this and it sold off a bit. And then it started rallying. I was like, it's not working out. And then it sold off a little bit more last night, but then it's come right back here again. So typically when you pay the big premium, um, the stocks will get hit almost, it seems like almost always, but nothing's for all, always. Um, maybe it's just been beat up too much. I'm yeah, am not you sure go. why. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. surprisingly, they're not hitting it on this. So, and it is substantial. I mean, $10 billion, it's not a small company. It's not like it's a $100 million company. They don't care. So they're not hitting it on it. Um, which is somewhat surprising. They were hitting it a little bit last night, but it's come all the way back. So I'm surprised it's not down.
1: Monthly so it, it's at a monthly support area here. You were in uh, October of twenty one. You made a low at eighty four twelve and kind of just hanging out with the eighty five dollar area. So if you've been waiting on this pullback, they've done some big acquisitions over. Didn't they just um did they do Aetna? Was it did they take over Aetna? And yeah. did they take over yep. yeah, they they're I don't know. I, I do Just don't know what to think about this about this stock. I just know I, I go to Walgreens, and man, they would have zero employee retention there. I, I mean, every time I go, I'm dealing with another <laughs> person. So, yeah, so I I don't know. I mean, I can never get Rite
2: Aid out of my head. I know they're not Rite Aid, and I know <laughs> CVS and Walgreens are much better run. But obviously, Rite Aid at one time was always the big three, and Rite Aid, you know, is still alive somehow. But CVS and Walgreens have totally eaten their lunch. I want to just go back because we only got two minutes before Jonathan Corpina is going to be coming on. Yeah. Jagger is talking about, I think he's pronouncing it right, Jagger 912 in the chat. He's talking about iRobot coming back to the spot. And you know what? I was looking at this three days ago. Mm. So it's funny you bring it up. I was looking at this and then I did a full analysis on it. Like I was analyzing it because the takeover price on this, I believe, is $61. So it's 42 right now. The takeover is still on the table here, Joel. Um, if it gets if the, and this is just you know, obviously getting taken over by Amazon, they're Amazon. looking at any trust. I don't think it's going to get blocked. I think it could go off at 61. but the problem is if it doesn't, the earnings have fallen off significantly here. The company's fundamentals are deteriorating. They're not in a better position than they were back in June or July of last year. So if the merger does not go through, I don't think it's falling down like 35. I think you're going to see this thing at 20 or $25. Ooh. So I'm like looking at it and I'm like, it's still like a, a
3: coin flip.
2: So again, if they, if they let it go through, it's $61. They don't let it go through. If they block it for whatever reason, it's really small. It's surprising that they are looking at it with this much scrutiny because iRobot is such a small company compared yeah. to Amazon, but they're going to find reasons. And this administration likes to block stuff like this, mm-hmm. or at least, you know, likes to talk tough. Um, I think it's down at 20 or 25. So I still think there's about 20 points downside. So I think there's 20 points upside and 20 points downside here. Part of me wants to take a shot because I do think it's gonna go, but I think it's still just a coin flip here. So you can't just say, oh yeah, I'm safe because it came from 38. So that's where it's gonna go if they don't. It's just company fundamentals deteriorated too much. You can look at their earnings reports. And I went back and looked at their earnings reports and the earnings are going down. They're losing money, burning cash, lost a dollar seventy-eight. Last quarter down from you know making a dollar sixty seven. They're going in the exact wrong direction. You don't know, man. That's the problem, is that if it doesn't go through, and I did this on Coles. Coles was the one I did, Joel, and I got stuck on the wrong side of that one. Where it was rumored, 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 came back down to where it was rumored, and obviously it deteriorated. (laughs) So I got a little bad taste from Coles on this one. So I'm a little bit spooked to do the iRobot, but I do think there's a decent chance to get the sixty one.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, let's get towards our interview today, guys. Smash the like. Let's get it going. All right. We got Jonathan Corpina, senior managing partner at Meridian
1: Equity Partners. Welcome on. How are we doing?
3: Gentlemen, good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: All right, this uh, we know how long it's taken me to get this guy on with uh <laughs> with, the, with the New York Stock. but but there's a rumor going around uh, uh Wall Street uh, that, yep. that that tech issue was you just came with like these huge
3: orders <laughs> and
1: you went to all these different posts and they couldn't process the orders, and the, that that that's the rumor we heard is that. Is that rumor really true? Jonathan brought you... it
3: down. <laughs> yeah, that, that was guilt, guilty as charged. I, I'm the one that brought the uh, the the nicey down. I think it was more of a technical issue of of, of me trying to log into your show and uh, and we had an <laughs> that's what there, it was. Right? But uh, it's uh, it seems like everything is quieted down. Everything is resolved at this point. So uh, all all is good in the world for now.
2: Can you just talk about that morning? Like what were you thinking? Because I've been trading for 22 years professionally here. I've participated in the New York Stock Exchange open every trading day for those 22 years. I've never seen it just not happen. And I had multiple orders that should have executed on the open and they came back to me canceled at 9.30.00. Like they literally came back to me and I'm like, well, the stocks didn't even open. And I'm like, they've canceled these orders all back to me. So what I kind of felt like is like system almost mistakenly cleared the book or something. And then it started trading with an empty buck. Is that kind of how you saw it go down, Jonathan?
3: Right, and li- listen, I think, you know, I, I've, I'm i in the same boat as you've been trading on the NiCE for a long time. Um, and there there's some, there's some certains, right, when trading on the NYC, or certains that you feel, like when you're putting a market order in on the opening, when you're putting a market order in on the close, you are expecting an execution under any circumstance, you're waiting yes. for that report to come back, right? So I think what happened on that day, we can get into the details of what happened on that day, but from from a trading perspective, um, you know, I've been on the floor for many, many different scenarios, right? We've had thousand point openings and up, up and down. We've had wars and bombings and, and and global pandemics. You name it, we've experienced it. What happened that day was just so odd. And immediately from the opening, we knew something was wrong, right? And it wasn't a question of looking at the tape, looking at the news lines, what's going on, what did we miss? We knew that there was some sort of technology issue as to what was happening and why we weren't getting the reports that we were expecting expecting and why were the opening prices that we were expecting right i mean we're we're looking at these stocks consistently and we're asking questions and we've got the we've got the the in front of us in front of us this stock is looking up 10 cents 15 cents on a certain amount of shares right and when it doesn't open within that parameter something is off right and it could be either two things one is a buyer or seller came in and they dislocated the stock or two is um somebody might've hit the wrong button. And I think in this case, when we saw it time and time again, all at the same time timeframe uh, within that, uh, within that within that weekend, in some stocks, not all that we knew that there was, that there was certainly an issue there. So it, it took, obviously it took a little time to, to figure out why it happened and what happened. Um, I think from a uh from a trader perspective, the fact that it was a a manual error, right, and not a not a coding error, coding error, or didn't work the way it was properly coded to work. I think it being a manual error kind of sits a little better with me. Um, the fact that it happened doesn't sit well at all with me. Um, yeah. um, but notifying what the problem was, knowing that it was a real simple issue that caused this massive headache uh, for everybody that we're still unfolding at this time, um, you know, seems to me like it was, it was definitely just a one-off human issue.
1: Okay. All right. That's a good way to sum it up. So uh, let's get into some Fed speak here. And, uh, you know, everyone was uh, anticipating perhaps some hawkish talk we got a nice rally got a nice you know new high for the year back to the september and december levels i'm just i'm just kind of torn here uh hitting that resistance and then pulling back market trying to hang in there today are we on a are we on a fed pause or you know are we going to hear anything what what what's your take uh on the upcoming fed speak will we get anything new
3: yeah joe you know you know uh, you know, uh... We're, we're torn, right? You use that word torn. And that, that's kind of where we are right now, right? We've been waiting for some sort of catalyst to our market, whether good or bad, right? Something that's really going to make, make a conviction of a move into this market. We're not really hearing any of that. So what do we do? We kind of start grasping for certain things, like what do we think is going to make a move? Or what do we think is going to make a difference? Or whether it's kind of timelines on our calendar, we need to get past this Fed meeting, this State of the Union, this earnings season. So what are we gonna hear from the Fed today? I don't think we're going to hear anything different than we've heard before, right? They've been very calculated, very orchestrated about what they say and how they're doing it. Uh, they continue to say the same themes. We're going to be data dependent. There could be, you know, more more rate hikes ahead of us, but economy is getting better and stronger. Job market's getting better and stronger. So they they kind of play both sides of the fence here, and that's what they that's what they have to do, right? They they can't they can't really drive us down a path knowing that that there's so much uncertainty of these ancillary issues that are there that can make them pivot. So they're, they're kind of putting themselves in a, in a position where they can pivot when they have to without orchestrating it too much. So I think from from you know speeches that we're going to hear today, they're going to be in line with what we've heard before in the past. And I think that's that's OK. Right. For our markets, I think we kind of need that. Keep that same theme. Keep that same approach, and then I'll turn that into the State of the Union tonight. Once again, uh, you know we're going to hear uh, President Biden get up there, and this is his platform, and this is his, uh, you know, this is this is how he will he will orchestrate and and verbalize what's been going on in our world and our economy. He's gonna he's gonna talk up jobs. He's gonna talk up economy. He's gonna talk up. Um, the fears of recession coming back, coming back, people feeling a little bit more comfortable with that. He's he's going to use form as part of his twenty twenty four, you know, campaign, right? So we're going to hear a real, you real, you know, go go get them type of speech. Um, I think we're not going to get. M- significant information on anything that we don't know already. I know uh, we you know we're all kind of concerned about Russia Ukraine and 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 how much we're funding that and at what point does that stop. We're obviously concerned about um kind of weather balloons flying over our country and the issue that was associated with that. So he's going yeah. to he's going to play that in in a certain way as he should on a campaign, but I don't think we're going to get anything new. So Back to back to where you were. We, we are in this this somewhat of a pause, right? We're in earnings season. Earnings season is kind of going the way we're expecting it to be. Um, you know, economic data has gotten better. Fed speech is getting a little on the lighter side. You, we, we are anticipating less hikes in the future. Um, and and the president tonight is going to talk about how great our economy it is, how great everything is going. So I think put all that together, we're fought, we're forced into a pause and the thing that i kind of like about this pause is that we spoke at the end of 2022 we talked about cash on the sidelines and money waiting to come into the market and i think i was said you know money's got to come in by the end of the year which it didn't right and we start off the year here now clean slate everyone Wants to forget 2022, but has to focus on 2023. We saw some money come back into this market here. We had a very nice January, but in the back of our minds, we're like, ah, there are these issues that are still kind of hanging over us, right? So we're gonna get through this pause phase and it's gonna take some time. I think we're gonna see a lot of, January, February is gonna be like March and April and May and June. We're gonna to have to get through the first, you know, six months of this of this calendar. And we can call that a pause. You can call that a churn in the market. You can call that whatever you want, but it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be sexy, it's not gonna be exciting. Yes, there will be trading opportunities, but I think at some point that cash on the sideline is going to be forced into coming back into this market. We're gonna see that in the second half of the year. I think buying certain, you know, stocks or ETFs or sectors that you've seen that have been beat up for some time or have finally found like some movement to the upside but are still lagging behind in other areas i think that's where you're going to see your opportunities on a longer term growth
0: all right well definitely we've been seeing technology getting the lift right and that has started the first year is this more just a seasonal first quarter type of thing or could we see this really hold for the year
3: Yeah, you know, I I think I think it's too early to tell if that's just a hey tech's been beat up and there's been money out there and and, you know, look at the way Apple is traded and and let's buy some on the cheap, as opposed to this has been a this is the real rotation into that. So I I do think that's gonna take time, but if you take a step back and, and look at a longer longer term perspective, you're not getting into a tech sector or getting into tech like we've seen The pressure that we've seen on tech, and now it's starting to slowly rebound. Getting in now, I think long term, you'll have positive, you know, there'll be a positive effect of that. You might miss a lot of these up and downs that we potentially could see, and we've seen a lot of volatility in our markets. Uh, But I think on a longer term, longer term growth um, perspective, seeing what's happened in tech recently and seeing how that continues to lag behind, um, you know, it, it could be a good opportunity there. But once again, you know, we'll pull, we'll pull. Chinese weather balloons into this, like the U.S.-China relations in tech. It, you know, we're so demand, we're so dependent on them that um, if if this relationship continues to strain and we continue to get tested and we continue to get put into a position where we're going to have to act, clearly tech is going to feel a negative effect of that effect of that.
1: We're on the line with Jonathan Corpina, Senior Managing Partner and Meridian Equity Partners, joining us here on Pre-Market Prep. Uh, so I think from technically, uh, just get your take technically on the market, uh, uh, kind of, I kind of feel like we kind of found the top of the, a, a little bit of a trading range here. I know that the Buy the Dippers have been coming in, supporting us the last couple days. days. Uh, What's your take, you know, from a technical, you know, 4,100, 4,000, a 50% retracement of the January move, or do you think the Bulls are just going to make another stand here at this 4,100 level, push us through 4,200, and uh, away we go?
3: yeah listen we, we from the october lows right we we've kind of rallied nicely up to these levels here and it took some time for s&p to break through that 4000 level right that was one that we were watching for a while and one that you know psychologically adds that effect to the markets we got through there and we were, we were we've been able to sustain some nice time frame above there I mm-hmm. think you know 41 like we're we're, we're trending in this area here um, it's going to be real interesting to see the next few weeks if we're able to hold it like you said you know the bulls have been kind of keeping it here I think we need to maintain these levels to show some stability in this market I know we've got a lot of economists out there who've talked about um you know, where the where the S P is gonna go on a longer term basis. I think on a shorter term basis, I think we're gonna be able to sustain and hold these levels here. We're going to see a lot of volatility bouncing back and forth. But if we can if we can maintain that forehandle in the S P, um, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be real important.
1: And what about sectors? I mean, you know, we've had the rotation into uh growth, value is you know, it it's Definitely, uh, the winner in '22 have been hit in '23. The growth. Uh, do you see anything that's kind of going um, under the radar? I know energy had a big year uh, in uh, in '22, kind of vacillating here in '23. Uh, not- give us uh, give us some sector talk.
3: Yeah, not so much under the radar stuff. But I mean, you guys were talking about it this earlier. Look at the airline stocks, look at the hospitality, look at travel. Like this is such a such a sector that eat up over such a long period of time. And rightfully so. Right. And now we're getting to the point where people potentially are feeling more comfortable spending money. They're, they're comfortable uh, traveling. Right. And they've had this kind of backup. In, in their trips that they've said, okay, every year we're going to do this trip or that trip. And that was delayed and delayed and delayed. And now people are starting to play catch up on that. And whether, you know, as you guys spoke about, whether that's people who are initiating new trips or these are Credits from past trips that they're putting into play, but I think keep an eye on travel and leisure. Um, I I don't think I, I I do think it's been it's been beat up for beat up for so, and people are going to continue to to have that ment of well I'm not going to travel and I'm getting nickel and dimes for bags and and seat prices and you know and and cruise excursion fees. That, that's still going to be there. I think that's a sector um, that does have growth, but. I'll compare it to a cruise ship. Turning a cruise ship takes a long time. I think moving this sector is going to take a long time, but these are opportunities when to get into a sector that is somewhat forgotten about or pushed to the side for now, while others are focusing on some of the higher flying sectors.
1: How about the financials? I mean, one thing that kind of kept me out of you know, uh new neutral to bullish was you know, the way this JP Morgan had been acting, uh, Bank America on its way back up. Uh just hang I mean, JP Morgan's just strong here. Any any take on the financials? I know they're not sexy, but uh they're an important part of the economy. Uh, what'd you take on JP yeah. Morgan, XLF or financials in general.
3: Yeah, look, I mean, like you said it they're not sexy, right? I mean, I think as we continue and as you and I have spoke about for quite some time, rules and regulations continue to limit their earnings potential and they're going to have to continue to find other ways to increase their revenue streams. We we listen to um you know some, you know we listen to Jamie Dimon and his his outlook on the financial sector and where he thinks uh, they shouldn't be investing their money like in in cryptocurrencies, and then you you know you flip that to some of these other um, you know larger institutions have have looked at. Branching out into certain certain other areas, I think financials have been a sector that's been that's been put under pressure. But once again, these are opportunities. These were opportunities, and maybe we've missed the boat here. But these were opportunities where you look at a J.P. Morgan and you look at you look at the 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 difference in gap between the highs and the lows of where it was and where it went to down in down in you know October lows, and and you look at that as an opportunity like. I should probably pick up some at these prices here. How wrong can I possibly be? And I think some of that is what we've seen getting these, uh, getting these stocks up to certain levels. You know, we, we talk about mortgage rates. We talk about interest rates. We talk about credit card loans, car loans. All this kind of ties in into the financials. I think the, you know, the fear that we see or feel that we think is that some of these consumers are just going to get priced out of some financial transactions, whether it's buying cars, whether it's buying homes or or whether their credit card bills just get too big with their high interest rates. So we might start to see some transactional declineage uh, in, in that area there, but I think as a whole, uh, financials have been one that's been that's had some pretty decent pressure on it and has finally shown us that these areas might be areas where we've we've kind of bounced off of and getting some stability. Great interview here with Jonathan Corpina,
1: Senior Managing Partner at Meridian Equity Partners. We are going to get I got the routine now. I know you work yep. from home. One one day a week, we got it down. That little bit of we had a little bit of trouble getting you on from the exchange, but yep. we got it down now. And then I accused you of going on Fox instead of coming on our show. And, and you it. <laughs> it's one of those things. I'm like, uh oh, and then it was like, hey, dummy, that was yesterday. So I always love getting put in my place. I thank
3: mean, you, and I and I thank you guys for your patience. You know, doing doing zooms from the exchange is is uh, some very restrictive so um I, and as much as i enjoy doing it from the exchange also i i enjoy doing it here i can bring Great my job. floor perspective here but i don't have the the crazies running around in the background and people chirping so this is i, I could spend a little bit more time doing this all right well, we got you. it
1: down we got the routine down we're Great. gonna get you on once a month thanks thanks a lot. love
3: it thanks for your help be well guys have a good one, Jonathan. Well, Thanks, Jonathan. A little
1: bit of a hit. Could it take out the pre-market low? Down 650, 41.17 in a quarter. As I said, just holding above that pre-market low. Yesterday's low, 41.04. I see the Beamer. Give me the ES. <laughs> oh, I got G- go no, not the Jemer, G- no, no, no. I, I, he, it's JPM, no, uh, s Oh, JPM, I couldn't yeah, see. Yeah, it. yeah. Sorry, not IBM. Yeah, no, there that's it. I'll show you the SPY. I mean, it's just, Dennis, did you see some any kind of imbalance flipping
2: there? Oh, uh, they're a little a bit... bit to the south side. They're not crazy. The banks I'm seeing relative. If I'm just looking, and obviously I always look it from my screen at Pocket, so I got the financials over here, and I got mm. the oil stocks over here, and I got big tech. Big tech's still relatively strong. Microsoft is ripping here this morning. Um they're ah. expecting a big AI announcement here coming up today. That is the rumor, anyways, and that's why a <laughs> AI. GPT product. AI the dreams. word of the day. Meta rumors. So anyways, they're expecting an announcement here from Microsoft's up 1.33%. That's holding up. Meta's green, uh. Google's green. Tesla has been green because Ron Barron was on CNBC this morning. He always moves up. Seems like it always moves up when Ron Barron's on CNBC, one of the biggest Tesla bulls he can have. Um, so I'm seeing tech okay still. I'm definitely seeing weakness in the banks. I'm definitely seeing weakness in consumer staples here this morning. I'm, I'm seeing weakness in some of the drugs. I'm seeing other pockets of weakness just to make up for basically the kind of strength in tech. And then oil is actually up today too. So it's very mixed right now here, mm. Joel
0: yeah definitely um, we can give uh, let's give k- really quickly let's do the, the BP outlook there for oil. Uh, BP did give earnings today, Q4 adjusted EPS $1.59 missing the dollar67 estimate sales of 69.26 billion beat the 53.79 billion estimate. They did announce committing and allocating 60 percent of its 2023 surplus cash flow to share buybacks. Um, Also increasing uh, shale production here for 30 to 40% by 2025. Expects double hydrogen production project pipeline by the year's end. So it looks like they're making some money at least. That's for sure.
2: I just feel like oil stocks have had their time here. And right now it's like maybe maybe we go right back to it. I mean, if tech starts to sell off, there's definitely starting to be an inverse correlation between oil stocks and tech stocks. So oil stocks have not had a fantastic January. They've held up okay, but the latter part, of they've been getting hit. So we're basically right back down on the XLE to the January lows. There is a, a loose inverse correlation right now still between oil stocks and tech stocks. So keep that in mind. If tech starts to sell off significantly, I expect oil stocks to get a lift. One I eye was eyeing was Oxy. Oxy almost getting back to the fifty seven fifty eight. We know we got the Buffett put down there every time it comes back down to the 57 58 area he seems to buy more stock so i think as oxy starts to get down that area people might forget i didn't forget i have it written down on my paper here um to actually take a look at that thing if it gets down to 58 bucks because i believe buffett will buy more stocks gets down 58 dollars. so that's uh, one oil stock i'm rallying bps already priced over in europe yep. Um, That's one thing to consider these ADRs. It's not like it just opened here and it hasn't had an open here. It's already been open here since three o'clock this morning in in Europe, obviously. So it's kind of where it wants to be. I'm more of a sell the rip in oil though. I just feel like oil has had such a move. A lot of people still hiding there. Mm -hmm. I think. I, I I think I'd be just taking profits.
1: Uh, uh, the BP. I'll just go specific on this one. Uh, your recent high, the move made last week at thirty six sixty, and you're bumping against that uh, in the pre market. So uh, we got three minutes left here, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a good little rant out of uh, Triple D here. Um, let's cover Baidu. Oh gosh! Mm-hmm. Man,
2: By why do the master of the buzzwords. We know they were into blockchain and they were into EV, and of course they're into ChatGPT here now too. So I mean, they already announced it once. People forgot. You know, that they were talking about ChatGPT product. And the stock went back down. Well, they got to remind them. So mm-hmm. we get more news here of a patent. For signing an AI model with a watermark for watermark for a data processing accelerator. AI <laughs> buzzword chat GPT buzzword. So pretty much Badu is the hold master on. of the buzzwords.
0: Do you guys understand what they're saying pretty much? They're yeah. saying that the data is gonna be going through with the
2: watermark. That's the special thing. In any <laughs> Come regard on, here, man. these usually Get are that opportunities here. to sell. China has been relatively weak here. You got an 11% <laughs> pop on Baidu. It's a gift, in my opinion, but it's hard because this chat GPT stuff, this AI word of the month, um, these stocks can really go sometimes. It's a big one, though. I'd be more booking profits as opposed to chasing this.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if the China trade turns around, too. I've been focusing on that. Uh, You've been seeing Baba bounce back a little bit yesterday. PDD bounce back a little bit. Focusing on these stocks have been really strong, right? Um, These have been, I mean, if you look at PDD, it's been a monster run since November. That's been the
1: leader. Yeah, I'd keep an eye on that one. And uh, it looks like uh, still a ways from breaking down. I mean, you've had move up after move up gap up after gap up right now major support coming in at ninety and uh coming back on the upside i mean you did you did have a pretty significant tumble here sixteen point tumble so eight of that let's see what happens to this ninety eight dollar area if you get back up there uh nothing on there in the dailies two day high ninety nine forty seven
0: all right, Elm. Um, and then uh, one more that I wanted to just sneak into LAC news, right? Lithium America is receiving yeah. ruling from federal court uh, confirming the uh, permitting process for Thacker Pass was conducted thoroughly and responsibly, pretty much giving them the ability to now start construction. So LAC was one that I was looking at, in 21's now starting to look good. Are you in it? No, nah, I, I got out yeah. on the day that the technical – Issues happened in the market. I just yeah. got spooked and I got yeah. out that day and the stock just ran from there. Yeah. And I didn't want to just chase it after that. Yeah, I don't
2: like chasing either. I, I didn't spooker. get out
0: because the stock was going down that day. It was just
2: you – you, you were I got spooked. what what's going on the overall I literally market. closed
0: everything. I said, you yeah. know what? I'd rather be out and, and not be in a position right now than not understand what's going on so we'll see if these can keep running i know I, LTHM. I think these are more
2: selling opportunities here too it's like buy on mm-hmm. rumors sell on news um you actually saw the lithium trade come off yesterday which makes me think that people who were like watching their lac stock go down yesterday be like oh i get a gift here because the last three days has not been great for the lithium stocks lac lthm alb is the biggest one um it came off yesterday too so i think this is more of a selling opportunity
1: yeah, pre-market high. It looks like a just a firm seller here at uh, 26.90 and uh, if you look at your dailies here going up back at this area, you had a couple highs flanking 27. So, uh this one for I can remember when it gets some of these big pops, it's it's faded. Uh, but uh, we'll see how that acts today. Uh, S&P's down seven and a quarter, forty-one sixteen. Called seven and a half, just hovering above that pre-market low of forty-one thirteen. Uh, so on the back on the upside, we'll use the close as a. Uh, Decent resistance at forty-one twenty-three fifty. If you get a little sympathetic rally after the open triple D, I'll check in with you at the top of the hour. And uh, everyone, have a good day out there.
2: Remember, Fed speak. So, mm. twelve forty. Markets are going to move here. Good old Powell. Fed
0: speak. Yeah. Um, I, I actually don't expect too much from Powell today. I know that a lot of people are, but we'll see what happens there. What He's I'm trying not at- to
2: say the word disinflation. I yeah. think they're going to try. I think they've probably talked to him and say, don't say that word. I, I honestly think that. I think they are going to be, I'd be surprised if I hear the word disinflation. That's going to be the to, word they're looking for though.
0: I wanted to talk to you about Tesla here because it seems like it's starting to get sideways here. It's had yeah. multiple times to try to get through that 198 area. It yeah. went to even 199. Has been failing there. I'm looking at it to see if it can get to 200. But if it can't do it today, I have a feeling we're going to start breaking down on this chart.
2: It's the it's a huge and level. Mitch, huge level. You've identified this Look level. to the left. Like,
0: I mean, right there. Those those levels seem like resistance. But if it gets through it, you could get that expansion through. Oh, yeah. right? And so, so I think it's. I'm not bogey. running in front of it. I'm not running in front of it until it comes up to try to reject that move first. Yeah. Then gives you that whoosh down. We'll see what happens. I know that there's a lot of Tesla traders with a lot of calls in the 200s. We'll see what happens today. It'll be some fun action for sure in Tesla. And and one of the things that you can clearly see is just how look how toppy it's been in the last couple of days. I feel like today is that day where either it's going to give you that 200 or probably come back closer towards the one ninety. And remember,
2: look out. And, and if it does break out and you think, okay, 200, we're getting 250. You've always got to be careful of the breakout becoming a fake out. So mm-hmm. if we get up over 200, go 201 to hit the stops of people leaning on that, and then come back down and start going 199, 198. You want to see a breakout? breakout you want to see it continue to break mm-hmm. out you don't want to buy 201 think we're going 250 and then look at it 195 because then all of a sudden you got that breakout becoming a fake out you catch people and that can actually start the catalyst for the sell-off so just yeah. be careful that the breakout doesn't become a fake out here i'd be cautious here it's been a fabulous run for tesla it is up this morning because ron Barron was on cnbc and uh just be cautious here with it but again you know if it can you know get over 200 and can hold the 200 level then you yeah. start thinking about the 220
0: we'll see if we get it right tesla's been an absolute monster we'll see if it i'm more inclined to, run. to book
2: profits here but again you know me i sell the rep so i gotta okay. go nothing wrong go with that niche. Go do what you do Thanks, man stand Scott.
0: up go kill it man i'm
2: trying, I'm trying. have a good one
0: dennis Whew. flex flex man <laughs> all right team we're gonna get you over now to live trading that's coming up next you guys don't gotta go anywhere and i've been listening to you team out there that want more what Live trading. So I'm really working in the background to get some more to you guys, uh, whether that be different shows, swing trading, whether that be bringing traders on. I'm listening to the feedback that you guys are giving me. And if you guys have any other feedback, feel free. Hit us up, shows at Benzinga.com, or you guys can hit me up directly, Mitch at Benzinga.com, right? I'm always trying to make improvements to the content. So if you guys want more on Benzinga, maybe you guys want more Dennis specifically tell me what you guys want right that's what it's all about i know dennis focuses on his trades, so we ain't gonna get live trading from dennis but maybe we can learn more about his styles of strategy you want to learn more arbitrage style and of course check out the webinars that we've already done on premarketprepplus.com right or premarketprep.com for premarketprepplus sorry about that a little confusing there But I want you guys to also, of course, keep building with us on the book club. Figure out ways that you guys can keep growing. Let me know. I'm here for it. That's why I started the book club because I want to get back to you guys. So let's keep growing. Let's keep growing together and giving some feedback. And I'll make sure that we keep pushing forward. You guys smash the thumbs up. Time to get over to some live trading action. It's time to flex on this market. Hmm, I'm feeling a little bit. Bearish today hmm will the bear win today find out team come over to live trading see how the bear does